Hello and welcome to the Psychic Medium Ian Podcast. This is episode number five and today I'm talking about going deeper. Hey guys, it's Ian here. Welcome to episode number five. Thank you so much for stopping in and listening. And if you haven't already checked out the first four episodes, I really would encourage you to do that. Um, it really sort of unpacks a little bit about where I'm coming from, a little bit of my insights to this point. And uh, so I really appreciate if you would do that. And if you have, thanks a lot. If you haven't, uh, really look forward to sort of getting to know you over the coming weeks. My goal is to share a podcast each and every week and uh, really share my journey so far. And I'm uh, someone that's been psychic my entire life, very intuitive, really have discovered my mediumship abilities recently and I'm sort of just along early stages of the path and sharing sort of my insights to this point. So um, today the episode is all about sort of going deeper and uh, just want to share a little bit about what that means to me Um, and there's a couple different sort of angles I'm going to hit that on but I wanted to just sort of maybe give you a couple more little bit of pieces of information on myself as well. In in episode one I sort of talk about my, my, my awakening if you will and sort of really when I've started to really realize that I'm being called into mediumship. I wanted to share a little bit more about that today and um, maybe just get you to think about the same thing for yourself. But for my, for me, for example, um, in, in episode one where I share a little bit about sort of really undercovering that, like, I again, I've been someone that sort of since childhood have been very intuitive, very psychic, had many situations, uh, instances where just validated um, and of course when you're a kid you don't really think that that's abnormal that's kind of your normal state is to be to be able to see and hear and sort of understand these things I think as we get older you start to obviously start you know closing those off and for me I, I grew up in a family that my mom was very open to um, spiritual side of things my dad is very black and white very I wouldn't say closed-minded but he's very sort of um, I guess rigid in his thinking and so um, for me I think there's been glimpses in moments in my life where I've been very open and very times where I think life just gets busy logical brain takes over and so um, but it's always been there and it's just been especially over the last couple of years um, and ironically through this COVID lockdown time where where my life's just really slowed down I'm a really busy person I have lots on the go and so I think the slowing down really started to awaken things in me. And I think it's more of they've always been there. I've just been in a position lately to really see, sense, feel, and get some really strong um, promptings and messages from spirit, from from the fact that I am slowing down and really sort of spending time um, thinking and meditating. So that's been part of really what's sparked me, especially this last couple of years, um, One thing that many people I've talked to that are uh, similar, that are, you know, find themselves as mediums, find themselves really connected, that I've learned has been this whole thing around anxiety and um, even a little bit of panic and and sort of nervousness. Uh, I stumbled across um, a medium from Edmonton. Her name's Carmel Joy Baird, and I've talked to her about her in the last episode. Um, She's someone that really... um, really resonated for me because I'm someone that, um, again, like I have been quite psychic my whole life, but, uh, in this last year, I've really been battling anxiety and sort of, 
panic attacks. And that's not something I've ever dealt with. I've always been able to deal with stress well, and I've always been someone that's very, um, you know, very, uh, I'm not even sure what the right word is, but I've never had those issues. And so in the last year I've, you know, and it came out of nowhere. Like obviously we're going through living through some different times now, but um, I was in a pretty good headspace, and all of a sudden, really strong anxiety and panic started to take over. And it's been just really a big piece of my journey as of late, really understanding that part of that is not just the regular day-to-day anxiety that we all get. Part of that, and a lot of what I've been going through, has been spirit getting my attention, spirit working through me. So what I've had to really learn is, and I'm still learning that, is when I get this anxiousness, when I get really um, panicky or when things start to, like when I get overwhelmed with emotions, what I'm learning now is a lot of times like, wait a minute, is this my emotions? What's trigger this? Is this me or is this something else? Is this someone else? Is this other people's energy? Is this, you know, is this spirit trying to connect to me? And I've had several instances um, where spirits trying to get a hold of me or use me to pass on a message and you know and so what I've really understood is like if I'm going about my day and everything's normal and all of a sudden like out of nowhere I really get anxious I'm starting to tune into wait a sec who is this what is this where is this coming from is this mine or is this not mine and even that simple sort of understanding has really helped me to clarify when when that's mine and when it's not and again um I think in two episodes ago, episode three, I talk about sort of spiritual protection and this whole idea of sort of setting boundaries of spirit, setting sort of limitations of when you want to work, when you want to communicate, and when you don't want to work and communicate, you have to have these lines. And so I'm getting better at establishing those boundaries so that I'm not being bombarded in my sleep or while I'm going about my day to day or when I'm not in that position to pass on messages. But I've had times where spirit comes to me all the day and I get very strong visual sort of sensation, visual um, visuals, I guess, of, you know, spirit saying, hey, you're going to, you know, I, for example, I'll share a quick story. Um, I had, you know, in meditate, I was meditating about to go for my day and, and spirit sort of said to me, hey, you're going to meet a blonde lady today. And this is what she's going to look like. And her husband passed away and she's still dealing with that. And here's what his name is. And here's the situation. Um, and you're and so I've had and I actually went to uh, I was out shirt, furniture shopping. I met the exact lady with that exact scenario. Never met her before. And so, you know, on one hand, it's like, wow, this is very cool and very validating. But on the other hand, it's like, man, I got to be able to control this a little bit and have sort of an on off. But there's lots of situations and I will share more you know, detailed stories in, a, in an episode coming up here of, of really specific examples. But I just wanted to sort of spend a little bit of time on anxiety because I think for a lot of people, they don't understand it. Uh, and for me, that's been a huge wake up for me is like, hey, this is this is not necessarily just me with an anxiety issue. This is actually spirit and sort of trying to control that. So that's part of my journey right now. And again, if that's something you're going through, um, check out Carmel Joy Baird. Um, she's got a great book that really resonated for me. It's called The Truth in Spirit. Uh, it really shares her personal experience. She was someone that growing up as a kid, she really had a strong connection to spirit very, very early and throughout her whole life to the point that she, you know, she really struggled even in social settings, going out. And she was always 
struggling with what she thought was anxiety or sort of, you know, mental health issues where it was not even that at all. So again, Carmel Joy Baird, great, um, great resource, a great book to check out, The Truth in Spirits. And, um, and she's someone I'm actually working with right now through her uh, mediumship certification program. So check that out as well if, if you have never heard about her. She actually had a show on CMT called Mom's a Medium, very well known in Alberta, Canada, where I live. And so I just thought I'd share that quick piece um, just to open up. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk really quickly about today as well is is the, the notion of why explore mediumship. If, if you're someone that's sort of in that space of like, really sort of discovering it and journeying into it and really starting figuring it out. Um, I think one of the important questions I've had to ask myself is why do I want to become a medium? Why do I want to do this? I think sometimes it's not necessarily a choice. It finds you and it just waits for when you're ready. But I think that gifting is something you can also develop. It's something that anyone can do um, as mediums. Some people are like naturally gifted, almost like musicians. You just are amazing at it from the time you're like five years old and some people I think you discover that gifting and that interest later in life I think for me I've always had that gifting but I'm really starting to discover and develop it now Um, and I'm someone I think it takes a bit more hard work and practice and repetitions to really develop but um, the question I think that's important that I've asked myself lately is why do I want to become a medium what's the driver behind this I've been drawn to platform mediumship group mediumship really sort of um, stage type stuff. I've always been someone that's enjoyed speaking, engaging with groups of people. I've always felt comfortable with a microphone. And so for me, the more I've sort of explored, I've found that um, platform mediumship is where I'm sort of working towards and and exploring. Um, But I think it's important to ask ourselves the question is, well, why do I want to use this gifting and what's the point? And to me, like, my purpose is to help people. I really want to show love and I want to inspire people and really be um, someone that can help people through difficult times. Uh, I want to be able to give. I also really enjoy one-on-one meetings with people and being able to really help people who are hurting and struggling. Um, And so through one-on-one readings, that's something that I'm looking to really develop as well and help people that are grieving Um, because I think a lot of people are so... um, I guess closed off to the reality of what's going on around us that without that insight, without someone like a medium to really walk you through that, make those connections, I think that can be life-changing for someone um, to have that connection and that evidence brought through uh, a reading. So that's another reason why, um, you know, it really helped me to serve others. And I think that's really why uh, I'm pursuing it. Um, And the second thing I'll say on ask you know as you ask yourselves and I would encourage you to do that is why do you want to become a medium you know what are some of your reasons for most of us I think they're all the right reasons Uh, it's definitely not the kind of uh, calling you follow for fame and glory and if that's really where you're going you're going to find that that's not the right approach that's not where you should be coming from but I think it's also important to have confidence in that calling and confidence in declaring it because for me, that was something that I struggled with. Is like, who am I to even have this? And I've had some really strong validations of, of my giftings. But at the same time, I've had to make a really conscious decision to declare it to the universe and call it out as I am a medium. And, you know, definitely still exploring and figuring out how does that work and how will I serve at my highest, you know, my highest good with this gifting. But it's important for us to call it out. 
Um, and as I said before, anyone be, can become a medium. Um, and I think it just takes work and practice and, and et cetera. But I think it's important to really have a good, good pulse on why is it that you really want to lean into it and then call it and do it. Don't be afraid. Um, and so I just want to sort of open up with those quick thoughts um, because I think that's really important uh, at this stage for myself and hopefully that helps you. So I wanted to talk a little bit about you know this notion of going deeper. Um, and to me what that means is really getting more evidence, deepening the evidence that you get through um, connecting with spirit um, the, and really being able to um, get as much information as you can because for a lot of times I think it's easy for if, if you get you know very surface level information that can be great but a lot of us you know a lot of times when we're getting those messages it's it's hard when you're first learning you have to really figure out what is it this spirit's trying to communicate and and pass that along and, and a lot of times it's very basic stuff and it's like hey I've got your grandma and she was such a great cook and she loves you well a lot of those very what I would call superficial details may be true but it's really about going deeper into the evidence that really makes uh, a strong reading a strong connection and a life-changing reading for someone and so there's kind of three things that I would sort of encourage you to focus on and what I've been focusing on as far as how to give and how to get um, the most the deepest message possible, the, you know, the most richness, the most value out of a message and the best communication possible. Probably the most important thing that I can share at this stage of the game is, is trust. Trust the messages that you're getting. And for myself and when I sit in circles with others, I think one of the things I see and experience a lot is you'll get a message from spirit and you'll like, Oh, that's ridiculous. (laughs) We're, it doesn't make any sense um, I, I'm not going to say that. Or you might say something, the person says, nope, that doesn't make sense. And then you just stop, you know. And so I think trust is so important because you have to trust. One of the things that's been, that's, I've been taught and I believe it and have sort of been living through that is if spirit gives you something, it's absolutely true and you have to trust it. You might not necessarily communicate it perfectly or you might be, you know, it might not sort of resonate for your sitter in the moment, but you have to trust the messages that you're getting and not be afraid to give them. A lot of times our egos will get in the way and we're like, that doesn't make sense. We're trying to make a logical thought out of it and we'll, we'll, we'll stop. And, you know, sometimes I think talking those things out is so important because there's been a lot of times where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to say this. I don't know if this makes any sense, but this is what I'm getting. And more times than not, that person will go, oh my gosh, that means this to me. Or actually, that loved one, that exactly what that person did. Or, you know, so you can't be afraid to, you know, I think a lot of times we're afraid to be wrong. We're afraid to have someone say, nope, that doesn't make any sense. And so that often is our ego getting in the way. So you have to get over that right away. You have to trust. And for me, a lot of times it's the the littlest things that can come into your mind. It's like, and, and I often validate those for myself by, that came out of nowhere. Where was, like, why all of a sudden, the other day I was giving a message to someone and Mickey Mouse all of a sudden came into my my brain. And it was the whole Mickey Mouse built a house. How many bricks did he use? And I was like, where in the, why in the middle of this are you telling me that? But I was able to get over my ego and say, hey, like, for some reason, does Mickey Mouse mean anything? And as we sort of talked through that, it became a trip to Disneyland that <laughs> that really resonated for this person with their loved one. And so, but it like 
I'm not a Mickey Mouse fan. This just came out of nowhere. It was totally not about the topic. And so you get these little thoughts that sometimes come into your into your mind into that you just share. And um, you just can't hold those back. So trust that what you're getting is right. And also sometimes it's the littlest things that have the biggest impact. So don't ever brush over something and go, that's just so super small. I'm not going to say that. It's these big things. It's these little things that often are the biggest impact. And sometimes they may not resonate for your for your client, for the sitter in that moment. It might be like two days later, three days later, where they go home and go, oh my gosh, that's exactly what it was. Or they'll remember something or they'll be talking to a friend or family member that'll validate that piece for you. So if you get it, share it because this Spirit will always give you the truth. And so that's the the most important thing I'm finding is this notion of trust. Um, The second thing about sort of going deeper is in deepening the evidence to me is is exploring more. So like as you as you connect with spirit, you know, you you certain you know I'll get this general sort of impression of their name or their what they look like or who they are it might be grandma and you might get sort of this initial information but you need to ask questions tell me more how did you pass on show me your house show me where you lived show me something that would mean something for the person that I'm sitting with um, show me your car like whatever that might be as you start to get some of these things, oh, you're this person like music. What songs were that did you like? Um, what, you know, how did you listen to music? What's the song that would mean something to this person? Like, you, know, you get the point of what I'm saying is like, you almost have to dig deeper. It's almost like when you meet someone out in public and go, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Have a nice day. Like, you, you've got to go deeper and you have to really ask questions. You have to look and really sort of, last episode we talked about using your clairs and feeling and sensing and seeing and hearing, etc., you really have to tune in uh, to spirit and try and find, you know, deeper evidence, more information. Show me that, you know, give me a sensation here. And so there's there's ways that you can can really get more information and not just skim over. Oh, I've got this person and this is what they said or this is what they look like. Oh, well, describe that more. What was the logo on their shirt? What was the type of hat they're wearing? Or whatever that might be. So you you get the point. And again, I think it comes down to asking and, and really sort of being open. And it even starts in meditation. One of the things I've shared in the past was really this importance of meditating daily. You know, really using all of your clairs, being, you know, all of your senses in meditation to really see, experience, really take in, if you're doing some sort of guided or visual meditation in your mind, which is a practice I like to use on on a daily basis. Smell the trees, feel feel the air on your face. Really look at the details of the things in your mind's eye, um, because when you're in a you know when you're linked to spirit, for example, it's the more details you can get, the deeper you can go. And so I think that's really important in in really giving good evidence is is not moving off. There's, you know, there's definitely this need for us to raise up our energy to meet and connect with spirit. So you have to be really getting as much quality. It would be much better to get three or four deep quality messages for your for your sitter than 20 kind of surface messages, if you know what I'm saying. So really spend time digging into, don't move too quickly to the next piece of evidence when you're talking with spirit. And then the last thing, um, to, to that I think really helps in going deeper is 
is it starts with a really strong connection to your spirit team, to your spirit guides. They're the ones that act as the intermediaries with the other spirit to bring you the evidence, to help help you work, and to help pass on the communication to your your client, your sitter, for example. So it's really important to build a strong connection with your spirit team. And I've shared that in, in a past episode you know, about spirit guides and really spending time. One of the things that that is important is to really make sure you're connected. And I talked a little bit about um, in the past about you know how to connect, how to sort of prepare yourself for a reading, and you know asking your guides to step forward before each message and each before each time you're sitting with someone. Um, I talked about and I'll kind of repeat it here just for a quick moment is this calling card. When I connect with my spirit guides. I've established a calling card with them. So when I'm sitting and I sort of spend a couple moments before sitting to make that connection, ask my guides, my angels, my loved ones to step forward and help me, there's a, a calling card I get. For me, it's a really strong ringing in my ears. It's like, And so I'll ask my guides, step forward, it's time to work, give me a sign that you're here. For me, it's a ringing in my ears. Often I'll get that quite quickly. Sometimes I'll also get like, you know, some people get maybe a brush on their face or like someone's tickling your hair or whatever it might be. It's a very subtle way. But once you know you're connected to spirit, everything you get is right. It just is. And again, it might not necessarily always connect with that sitter, but share what you're getting. And so again, really important is about making a strong connection to your spirit team and so those are kind of the three things that I just want to sort of stop and point out this week is on going deeper is number one is that trust being, you know, trusting what you get, not being afraid to share it, setting your ego aside. The second thing about going deeper is really, you know, focusing on the quality of the message, really digging into this, what you're getting and not being afraid um, to like ask questions of the spirit, show me more, dig in and, you know, get as much detail. Cause that's the, you know, a huge differentiator, uh, for most people. And then the third thing is having this really starting with us. The foundation is a really strong connection with your spirit team, which is done by really daily meditation, daily time spent sort of connecting. And before each and time you're sitting down to give a reading that you are making that connection. So those are the three things I wanted to share with you about connecting, going deeper. Hopefully those help. That's really things that I've been working on lately. So I just wanted to share those this week. I appreciate it uh, that you've been listening to this episode and hanging with me. Um, Again, if you've enjoyed this, feel free to shoot me a question. Um, be, you know, I love. I would love to get some feedback because I'm starting to kind of plan my weeks. My goal is to post a podcast every Tuesday, every week. So if there's topics you'd like me to share, let me know. I'd be happy to do that. Look me up on social media. I'm out there now. Slowly starting to get my uh, my Facebook page going and my Instagram going. So um, by all means, hit me there or send me a note here as well on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. So. Thanks so much for checking out episode five. I look forward to speaking with you guys next week in episode six. Have a great week and we'll talk to you again.